0: For damn sure.
1: Yes, 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 yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Tap Room Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks, Stacks on Stacks Glats. Joined with my guy, like every Wednesday, Mr. Aaron Kid AK. What's going on? Jordan Ben. How's it going tonight, fellas? Doing good. good. And we are joined with Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson yes, sir. on a special Wednesday evening NFL divisional round preview and pick show, which we usually do on Tuesday. Postponed it till Wednesday. Got AK on. Excited for this show. Excited to talk some NFL playoffs. Four big games. Excited for this weekend, man.
0: Yeah, it's AK. This is our first uh, podcast we've done together.
1: Yeah, it's been.
2: Uh, yeah, Ben.
0: I've been. Uh, I've been dying been for you to come while. on Wednesday. So uh, oh, glad, glad for you to be on. Y'all know I don't know anything about college ball, so maybe once <laughs> baseball comes around, then I can then I can start talking shop. But
1: well, that's a great thing—we're talking NFL today. Exactly. Yeah, so we're, we're good. We're, we're doing well. Um, we are being brought to you by Sharps, S-H-A-R-P-Z. Download the app. Use promo code George517. It's free to download. Use it to track your bets. Become a better better. Sharps app. Get it now. That being said, fellas, uh, some news broke before we came on. Well, actually a couple hours before if you've been living under a rock. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are keeping Mike McCarthy this year. Yikes. So shout out to the Cowboys. He'll probably get fired halfway through next year. Um we kind of, we talked a little bit about it on Sunday, AK, and before we hop into the games, I kinda of wanna get your opinion on on the on the Cowboys situation here. Like, you know, w- what is wrong with the Cowboys? Like it seems that they have everything. Like you got a quarterback or a franchise quarterback, or so we think he's a franchise quarterback. You got the defense, you got the offensive talent. Like what is wrong with this team? Uh,
2: You know, I've got a couple opinions on that, Jordan. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind without being prepared to answer the question whatsoever is Michael Parsons doesn't show up in big games. It's true. Right. Your, your franchise, uh, you know, corner piece on defense. Yeah. He'll go out and play the Arizona Cardinals and have three sacks against a beat up offensive line and dominate and look like the guy that we thought he was. But I'll start there. The fact that they just sat back there and let Jordan love pick his nose uh, and then pick them apart on Sunday, um, man. You know it, it, it was a shame, and 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 then you turn around and listen. I've been hard on Dak for a long time, and I will be the first person to admit that I'm not going to talk out of both sides of my mouth. I, I really came around on Dak this year. I thought he cut his interceptions down. I thought he. Had sti- I thought he and CD's relationship F- felt like it was finally right, like it was in tune. Um, so I, I kind of eased off on Dak, but man, he just felt like the same old Dak that I, that I've talked about for years. And, and another thing that I was definitely wrong about, I was probably the dumbest person on the planet and bet Tony Pollard to actually be the Russians lead Russian leader in the NFL this year. I really thought they would rely on him. They kind of let Zeke go. Um, you know, he's going to be the premier back. There was times with Dow. Um, I mean, the, he, he didn't look like the best back in his, in his, um, backfield. Right. So. Um, I think when you kind of mix all that together, man, it was a perfect storm to just finally come to a hit, and we kind of saw them trending in the wrong direction, you know, there at the end of the season, and then it was just – it finally came to a head, man, and, and, man, did they get embarrassed.
1: Yep, I agree, man. It was um, – it was – I mean, it's just – it's weird because it's like, even outside of this team, right? This year's team. It's like every single year for like basically the last 3 decades, it's like the same thing with the Cowboys, right? Like you think they're good and they get in the playoffs and they just fucking fold and it's like there's one common denominator between all those teams. There's one. Jerry Jones. That's right. And I'm not I'm not putting blame on him, but he he does put his nose I think he's too involved in the day-to-day football operations. I think he needs to like shut the fuck up and let the football people do the football business and kind of just sit back and be the owner. Like, bro, we get it. You're the owner of the Cowboys. We know we don't need, we don't need you to do a fucking press conference right after the game. You know what I mean? We get it. You're the owner. So I don't know if it's something like that. And that kind of weighs down on the players and maybe the pressure is too immense for the coaches and the players all involved. But I mean, there's gotta be changes and and especially after a season like this where you win the NFC East, you look like one of the most dominant teams throughout majority of the season, although we can, you know, nitpick the teams they beat and lost to, et cetera. But to lose the way they did at home as a seven and a half point favorite to the Green Bay Packers, and I know the point spread doesn't matter, but I mean that goes to show you how much better of a team that everybody thought they were than the Green Bay Packers. Like, there has to be changes made, and the fact that you keep your coaching staff, okay, now what changes are going to be made? Because there's no way you can go into next season with the exact same roster, coaching staff, et cetera, and expect to be better. I just I don't see it. I don't see that happening. Do you guys think yeah. that, like, what changes do you guys think could possibly be made? Because, I mean, you, you owe Dak money. You can't really just fucking get rid of Dak and get another yeah. quarterback. It's like, what, what do you they do? Go- I think you can go running back area. I think you the, they probably go hard on
0: uh, Derrick Henry and try to get him, you know, back there so they have a big back and then they have Tony Pollard to. Does
1: Derrick Henry really change the trajectory of that team though, Ben?
0: No, not really. Uh, it gives you a two headed monster back there. Better than Rico Dwaddle and Malik <laughs> hey. Davis. Hey, I'll actually counter that and say Rico
2: actually looked pretty good at times this year. Yeah. Get that kid out and ball in space. But no, I agree. I think I think you have to take the pressure off of Dak. I think if he can turn around, hand the ball off to, to Derrick Henry. I love that, uh, Ben. He turns around, hand the ball off to Derrick Henry, you know, split Tony Pollard out in the slot some, run him around on jet sweeps, you know, do what he does, um, which isn't a, you know, north and south runner necessarily think you got a recipe to help you there that'll keep the defense off the field. But I was really disappointed in the defense uh, kind of down the stretch. You know, we watched the Lions pretty much get what they wanted to do, you know, on them uh, on New Year's Eve. And then, of course, we know what the, what the, the Bills did to them. I mean, just completely embarrassed them. Um, but my biggest thing is my gripe is I have a problem with Micah Parsons. I really do. The kid has got to show up in big games. It's the same thing that I've said about Josh Allen for years and years and years. And people, you know, say, oh, Aaron's a, a Josh Allen hater. No, I just want him to show up in the big game and and do what he's
0: getting paid to do. Yeah. Okay, so I was going to bring this up as well. Like the whole Micah Parsons thing, we're shitting on Micah Parsons. I I He was non-existent throughout the whole season uh in these big games. So I – but I want to play devil's advocate here: of how much does uh, Diggs being out make him have to stay back a little to cover that middle, like that middle ground? And how much of that is him trying to overcompensate because he doesn't trust his, you know, his cornerbacks and you know his his safeties back there? I mean, they're still good players.
1: You mean Micah? You know? Yeah. you talking about? But
0: how how much does he he just drop back a little bit more? Which takes him that half second, that second out, you know, from. I mean, you know, pushing deep.
1: You get paid, yeah, to sack the quarterback. Oh, right. You know yeah. what I mean? And he's one, or if he, I don't, I don't know the contract status, but he will be one of the highest-paid defensive players in football at some point. And like, you have to play like that. Like we saw Aaron Donald in the Super Bowl step up when his team needed him the most, right? You know we've seen these elite defensive players, the Reggie White's of the world, uh, the Aaron Donald, Smith, the Bruce Smiths. Like we've seen these elite defensive players come through when their team needs them, but every single big game of Micah Parsons' career, the guy is just fucking nowhere to be found, dude. Yeah. Like absolutely nowhere, nowhere. All all season, Ben, the Dolphins game. Nowhere. Oh, I, I mean, again, the I Niners game. I'm just nowhere. trying to
0: play devil's advocate here.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know. But it's, like, at some point, like, he needs to take personal accountability. And, like, he goes on his podcast and shit, and he blames everything else and all this other shit. It's like, bro, and actually, to, to his credit, in his recent podcast, he did say that he needs to be better. Um, so I will give him credit to that. But that's – he has to play better. AK is right. Like, you're the best defensive player on the team. Show the fuck up.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, Parsons signed a four-year, $17 million. Hey,
0: hey guys, I'll – I'll... I'll kind of end my uh, part of this segment
2: with Michael Parsons. His, his young career has already played in four playoff games. Right? How many sacks? He has a half. He half has a half. half a sack in four playoff games. There you go. And he's what one it. for
1: one and three, one and three. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, it's not going to do it. Not yep. going to do it. Nope. Uh, all right, let's hop into these games this week, and we'll start with uh, Houston at Baltimore. That's going to be our first game on Saturday. Um, currently we have uh Baltimore's nine and a half point favorites. The so totals forty three and a half. Um obviously Houston coming off the big win against Cleveland last Saturday. Baltimore has the uh the rest advantage. Um just to be completely transparent, historically teams off by weeks not good against the spread. About twenty two and seventy two against the spread. So I'll throw that out there for everybody uh Real quick, uh, but what, AK, what's your thoughts on, on this game as, as uh, somebody that's already bet the Texans?
2: So, yeah, so I have a uh, a, a big opinion on this game. Um, I, I jumped on the Texans plus nine and a half. It's crept back to nine and a half on, on some of your sharper books, metallic, overtime skin, and even ace skin. It got all the way up to eight, seven and a half today. Looks like it was some buyback on the Ravens, um, which is to be expected. Uh, these two teams have already played each other at the beginning of the season. Um, Baltimore did cover that number. albeit I would say it was a little lucky. Um, but CJ week
0: one too, though, right? Yeah. Correct, yeah. right. Yeah.
2: CJ Shroud and this Texas team is a little bit different than week one. Um, I we've seen them kind of gel come around. Damico Ryan's one of the best young coaches in the game, if not the best young coach in the game. Um, he certainly has my vote for coach of the year. <clears throat> what he's done with this Texas team is pretty remarkable. And, and really, part of my handicap on this game is, guys, what has Lamar Jackson done in the playoffs? Right, we're, we're we're being hard on Michael Parsons, but let's let's talk about Lamar Jackson for a second in the playoffs. Um, he hasn't been very good, and he hasn't been very good against the number either. Um, I, uh, I I have been uh, come on this show. Me and Jordan have talked about Lamar. I have been all in Lamar's corner all year. Um, so I'm not going to change my tune on him. He's had a great year. He's probably the MVP of this season. But if you're telling me that he, we're just going to we're just going to say oh he's just 10 points better than a Texas team that just dismantled a Cleveland Browns team that no one thought they had a chance in beating, um, I, I think I think it's crazy that that someone's just throwing me nine and a half points and saying you know I dare you to take the Texans. Um, so I, I think one of these bigger underdogs. Um, are going to cover and maybe win outright. I think the other one's going to get smashed. That's usually how these big underdogs go in these divisional rounds. And so my money's on the Texas plus nine and a half. CJ Stroud, I'm a believer. I think they can uh, slow down this Ravens offense enough to where they can bend, not break. We saw it in the Colts game where Jonathan Taylor ran over top of them, but they – uh, shut them down in the red zone. So as long as they can limit them to some field goals and things, I think C.J. Stroud can keep them in the game uh, and cover the nine and a half. So I
1: played on Texas nine and a half plus nine and a half. So I mentioned the uh, the rest ATS rookie quarterbacks on the road of seven <laughs> points or more historically not good, not good at all. We're talking eleven percent against a spread. Uh, I understand CJ Stroud is different. I I just think I don't think that this is so much about Lamar. I think the Ravens teams in prior years relied too much on Lamar. This is by far the best team he's ever had. Uh, most talent he's ever had on offense and on defense this is definitely the best team he's ever had. I think both of those combined plus being at home in Baltimore, I think it's just too much for the Texans to overcome. They had a great season. They're going to definitely be there in the next few years with CJ Stroud. Like, this team's got a bright future. I just, I think the buck ends here. I think the, honestly, I think the Ravens fucking dismantle the Texans this weekend. I like Baltimore minus the nine and a half. I know it's a big number, and I don't like laying big numbers in the NFL. However, I think this is the spot to do it. Unfortunately, AK, we're going to be on opposite sides this weekend, my guy. Hey, the good news is someone's going to win. <laughs> yeah, someone is going to win, um, but I'm I'm very high on this Baltimore team. I just I uh, I think this is the year, bro. I think this is Lamar's year, man. I I really do, and I think he's improved. I think he's improved by doing less. If that makes any sense.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, he's, we got to make sure he takes a big old fucking shit at the beginning of the game too, because we know <laughs> we know that that mid game that mid game poop <laughs> what it does for you um, and. and I hear both of your guys' sides, and that is where I'm at with this game. Is there is it's it's so hard to, you know, push this game because both both teams complement each other, and you know I think you've got the Lamar, you know what he's done bad in the playoffs. You've got, you know, rookie quarterbacks what they've they've done bad in the playoffs, and and it's just hard to really, kind of a uh, uh, you know. Take a good look at that at this game with it. You know, passing. These two quarterbacks are are legitimately like numbers-wise, neck and neck. I'd put CJ a little bit higher. Rushing, I'd put Lamar over Singletary. You know, just his numbers not as good, but still more mobile than Singletary. Receiving, I'd put Collins over Flowers. Uh, defense i'd put baltimore in majority of the aspects
1: over over houston so i think the one thing too as far as like the defenses are concerned like baltimore is is one of the best teams against the pass. they only allow 5.1 yards per pass per completion which is yeah. the best in the league on the flip side they're not very good against the run but the texans aren't good at running the ball that's their that's their biggest weakness they only average 3.7 mm-hmm. yards per rush so i i think like that, that's a part of the reason of my handicap for Baltimore is, like, Baltimore's strengths kind of outweigh te- the Texans' strengths, right? Like, the ba- Baltimore Ravens are very good against the pass, and that's what Houston does very well. And I just think that, Hugh- that Baltimore is going to be too strong against the pass. And the thing is, is they got guys like Patrick Queen, who's like a linebacker who fucking covers like a safety, dude. Like, it just takes away your tight end. And and not having Tank Dell, I think already kind of hurts them a lot. Because the one weakness for the for the Ravens is that sometimes they're a little too aggressive in the secondary, so you can kind of hit them with like they double. Give up O's. the long ball. Yep.
2: And yep. that's what CJ Stroud and Nico Collins has done well since CJ Stroud came back. Mm-hmm. I will say, because it's our job on the show to give actionable information. We all know that I don't play a whole mm-hmm. lot of sides. Uh I mean I don't play a whole lot of totals, but I do know that some really sharp and respected money hit the under on this game. That's why we saw it move from 46 and a half down to like 43 and a half. It's been some buyback. Some of your sharper books are like hanging 44 now. Um, and, 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 and I think it correlates with that's why the, the Texans took some money too, because, you know, if you're saying the game's going to go under, what usually happens in an under game, you, you want to be on the big dog, right? So um, I, I think – I think that could potentially be a play. I think it's. I think you know the number's gone if you wanted to play the under. But I do know the under took a lot of sharp money, and that's why we saw a three and a half uh, you know point swing in it.
1: Is there (laughs) is there weather going on out there, AK? I know you live near. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it was. uh, You know, I got pounded with snow this week, and it's supposed to be some more snow Friday. No snow Saturday. So, um, I game Game time. Let's fucking go. Let's go, Maryland <laughs> just missed a game winning shot. Let's fucking go. I was low key grinding and trying to give action information to the people listening. Let's go. It's hard to multitask. We have thousands of dollars on games. Uh, <laughs> game
0: time 28 degrees and partly cloudy. Yeah, dude, it's
2: cold, man. I mean, um, <clears throat> like right now, I'm you know, only a couple hours away from Baltimore. Um, hold on. Yeah, it's nine degrees at my house.
3: Whew.
1: Is Damn, it going to be windy
0: here? Yep. it's beautiful.
2: <laughs> is it is it going to be windy out there? I wish I could flip my camera around. Like there, we just we still got a ton of
1: snow. Um, no, not really windy. No, uh-uh, just so basically, so we we don't think the weather is going to affect the game. I think the weather will
0: definitely affect the
1: game. I mean, it's, it's cold, but it's not that cold. It's not. Yeah, but you got a Houston 30.
0: team who's not used to cold.
1: Well, that's a good, that's a
0: good handicap too. And I
2: thought about that. Um, but when you go back and look at what they've done this year, they haven't played bad outside in the, you know, in the, you know, so uh, it's not like they're the dolphins where they just historically for so many years, you know, been awful outside.
1: Well, they don't play bad outside, but they, they don't score as much outside as they do inside. They're actually... I'm sure that's
2: why the under took some money.
1: I was going to say, they've actually hit every single first half under on the road this year. The Texans have, FYI, for those out there. Which means that the first half over will probably hit this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, of course, right. (laughs) That's how it goes. All right, so, Ben, what's what's your lean on this game? So, AK's on the Texans. I'm on the Ravens. You're in the middle. I'm in the middle, but nine and a half points is a lot. So...
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna be plus nine and a half here. All right, Houston. Plus and, and you half. guys know I, I made a
2: promise to uh you know myself in this group, our group chat that I and I, a couple other group chats and I said, guys, if it's anything over seven and a half, I'm taking it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I just that's I had conviction. To.
1: That's conviction right there. All right. And, look, and then once I saw look, the
0: under getting hit, I'm like, hold on, we might see tens too. I mean, the way that public bets late. Uh, the public, the
1: public on the Texans right now, though. Yeah, it's, I don't. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I think the Ravens will naturally
2: take money, but um, I I think nine and a half is the peak of it, and I, and also if you're a Ravens better, I think when it got down to eight, seven and a half for you know thirty minutes today, I think that was the peak of that. So I think it's going to settle on in here, you know, around
1: nine, nine and a half, somewhere around there. Yeah, I I think it probably just sits where it's at right now. I don't think it. I no. think it probably closes nine, nine and a half. Maybe maybe it gets to a ten, but I mean it's pretty evenly bet game right now. Uh there is more tickets on the Texans, but for the most part it's it's pretty even. It's forty five tickets, forty five percent of the handle uh on the Ravens, fifty percent of the money, and then you got fifty percent of the money on the Texans with fifty five percent of the handle, so it's pretty yeah, it's a pretty evenly and- bet game. Just from
2: some friends that I have that are bookmakers and things like that, that's all they that's what they've said. You know, this whole myth about it's all public money on the Texans, they've taken sharp money on the Texans too. And they've taken sharp money on the Ravens. So it's not like it's not like it's gonna be a This you isn't know, a pros versus Joes game. Correct, right. Yeah, There's sharp money coming in on both, but I do know
1: a lot of money came in on the under. Yeah. Um all right, let's move on to the next game. Uh, we have the Packers at the 49ers. Packers coming off a, a massive win against the Dallas Cowboys. Biggest dog to, to cover and win outright. Um, currently, this number, it opened at 10. We're down to 9.5 uh, pretty much everywhere. The total is sitting at 50.5. <laughs> yeah. Pretty incredible. A, a nine, well, ESPN Bet is sitting at 9. They're at 9? ESPN, uh, ESPN Bet, not a good book. Oh no, I know that as
0: well. But you know, that's if you can get a nine out there.
1: that's... Yeah, if if you yeah, like I mean, the if Niners, you, if you
0: can get your get your sixty six dollars down with
2: ESPN bet. Yeah. They'll <laughs> uh, they'll take that sixty six dollars. Yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, so Ben, as a Niners fan, what's your thoughts on Saturday's game here?
0: I uh, see. This is where I think. Uh, I think we're gonna have to blow out. Um, And a big part of that is that the Niners were able to rest and they were able to get all of their small injuries, which they had a few of, um, you know, get those healthy. So we're going to see a, you know, full San Francisco lineup. um, And I think that's going to be something that can really kind of blow Green Bay out of the water. Um, I think they got they played out of their mind last week, and I just don't know if this team can do it two weeks in a row Um, you know there is obviously video out on San Francisco after what happened in the um, in the Baltimore game but I don't think Green Bay's defense can stick to the game plan that Baltimore had um, to cause those interceptions that you know Brock Purdy had I don't think we'll ever see Brock throw was it four interceptions and a half
1: no probably not However,
0: I think that adjusts.
1: However, we have seen recently in two of, really three of their last four games against the Niners, they have a massive Achilles heel on defense, and injuries aren't going to fix it, and that's stopping the run, and that's what the Packers do very well. I, I do think the Packers keep this within the number. I, I honestly, I think the Niners are on upset alert too because every time this Cowboy, this Packers team gets counted out and everyone's like oh they're going to get blown away they fucking they win dude like they did it on Thanksgiving against the Lions they did it last week against the, the Cowboys like Jordan Love is legit and this Niners defense isn't as good as really statistically they say because they have fallen off towards the end of the year i mean dude the Cardinals rushed for 250 yards against them the, the Packers, Packers are a much Packer, better yeah. offense than the Cardinals the Packers aren't that
0: carried against the run, and the Niners... The Packers
1: aren't great against the run, but the I'm Packers sorry, the, are good Packers at running the ball. Packers aren't great running the, yeah, the ball. You can't, you can't look at their stats because they didn't have Aaron Jones for like six weeks. Now they have Aaron Jones, a healthy Aaron Jones. And look at what they did last week. Aaron Jones went fucking crazy. He went berserk last week. Yeah. Well, Aaron Jones is finally healthy. Yeah. That's the thing. He's like... You look at the you look at the Packers' numbers with and without Aaron Jones. I, I don't even think they lost a game with Aaron Jones this year. I think they're undefeated with him. I don't know. I, I'm just saying off the top of my head, but they do have a good record with him. Um, and and this this Packers seems just different. It's different since that Thanksgiving game, dude. There's there's a much different team. Like you can't look at pre Thanksgiving Packers like it's just a different. It's a different team at this point. Um, what what do you think, AK? Um.
2: So here, here's my thing, and I don't mean to sound too much like our buddy Nick, but this is going to sound like a, a, a Nick Cummings, a ref who bets statement. But I, I really do feel like the odds makers are throwing this number out, not mispricing it like I feel like the Texans. I really feel like they're just like daring you to take the Packers plus nine and a half. But here's the reality of the matter. The Packers just won their Super Bowl, right? Beating Dallas in Dallas was maybe the <laughs> – it was a lot more than what a lot of people did. I actually – and I think, Jordan, I think you bet it too. I actually bet the Packers to win their conference preseason, right? Yeah. Looking back at it, I got greedy. I, instead of the plus 375, I should have taken the plus 145 and then just to make the playoffs. That was a mistake on my part. But I think the Packers are legit. I agree with Jordan Love is legit, but – let's really come to earth here and think about a full 49ers, a, a healthy 49ers team, which now, because of those humbling losses you talked about, how they got chopped up a couple times, are now motivated, right? I think the 49ers kind of cruised through the end of the season, really from the middle part of the season. They were a little banged up. They cruised, and they went in coast mode, man. That's how we were able to make some money um, going against them. Unfortunately, I lost a lot of money going, to get, uh, going with them against that Ravens that night. <laughs> Um, but I think they're motivated and I promise you what has happened in recent history when the 49ers played the Packers in the playoffs. And I know that was Aaron Rodgers and not Jordan love the 49ers yeah. had owned the Packers in the playoffs. Yeah, they have absolutely owned them. And so I think you got a motivated 49ers team. I think you have a prepared Kyle Shannon head team. I know he was joking uh, in his press conference the other day, but he was being serious They've been preparing for this team since the second quarter in that game Sunday. They are prepared, they're hungry, they're motivated, they're healthy. One of my biggest uh, – maybe one of my biggest football bets of the season is on 49ers minus
1: nine and a half. Damn. Uh, Niners very publicly bet, and the numbers is going the opposite way. 61% of the tickets are on the Niners, 63% of the cash. Only 39% of the tickets are on the Packers right now. <clears throat> I, I think, uh, I, and, and, you know, here's another one that I know that the 49ers took some
2: really sharp money. And I do know that the Packers have been getting bet publicly. You know, I know some of the things we've read and things like that, but I know the Packers are getting hit by a lot of public money. But I can promise you, sharp money's all over the 49ers.
1: It's sharp. So this, if sharp money was on the 49ers, this, this would be going opposite direction. It's going. It's not, it's not true. The, uh,
2: I, I promise you I've seen, and actually on metallic and overtime, I saw this reach 10 earlier, but it got bought, bought back right at 10. So I really do think the 49ers smash them.
1: I, I don't, I, I don't think you can't use motivation as a handicap because everyone's motivated in the playoffs. It's not true. Cowboys weren't. I, I think they were motivated. They just, they just got smacked in the <laughs> mouth, dude. And I don't, I don't think they were prepared. They weren't prepared to come, you know, to handle that. And, that's the thing with the Niners too. Is like if the if the Packers smack them in the mouths, we know the Niners can't come back. They 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 don't come back. We've seen it, zero four. So they better hope they jump out to an early lead and, and are able to control the game because we know they're not coming back from a, from a deficit. And That does kind of concern me too. Zero four in games
0: where they were missing three of their top players.
1: Oh, there's always yeah. excuses. Always. Yeah. There's always excuses. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. I can't believe
2: I'm going be against to I'm be able to get to Jordan on both of these games. My God, what a great Saturday it will be for one yeah. of us.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, full transparency, I haven't bet on the Packers. I just, if I were to play that game, it would definitely be the Packers or nothing. I'm not laying nine and a half with the Niners, not with how their that defense has looked the last four weeks. Can't do it. And and I'll add
2: one more thing to that: the fact of the Packers, who have covered almost sixty percent of their games this year, the fact that the odds makers are just, hey, here's nine and a half points, here's ten, here's yeah, nine, but the, the
1: Niners are one of the most publicly the bet last, teams every single week, every single week, even when they're four weeks, minus the, fourteen, they're like the most bet team. The public the loves the and and bad part teams. is they've
2: been covering those numbers until the
0: last end of the season when they got banged up.
1: Well, even, in, I mean, like the they, last they still weeks, don't have so the Rams,
0: Rams the Commies. The Ravens and the Cardinals, they won 45, 29 to the Cardinals.
1: They, they didn't lost to the it. Ravens. Or no, they covered against the Cardinals, but they gave up 250 yeah. rushing yards. Dude, if it wasn't for a pick six oh, uh, off a tip pass from Kyler. They... Okay. A defensive play. So that the defense is. Yeah. But I well. mean like def- <laughs> defensive touchdowns in turnovers, like not every turnover is equal. Like I said, that, that was a tip pass that went, that ended up being a pick six. Like that's not like a, it's an anomaly. It's not going to happen every single week. Tipping a pass is, uh, is a defensive. Sure, but like, you know, it's, like it's I said, a tip play, pass, so. you, you you don't statistically like prepare for that and be like, and handicap that. Oh, they're going to get a tip pass, pick six. Yeah, no, That's I, of course. Jordan,
2: some, of course. something else to back up the motivation and focus factor. Let me tell you how the 49ers have fared against playoff teams this year. Okay? They beat the Steelers 30-7. to They beat the Los Angeles Raiders 30-23. Covered both of those games. Um, they beat Dallas 42 to 10. They beat Tampa Bay 27 to 14. They beat the Eagles 42 to 19. And if you tell me the five best teams they've played all season, except for Baltimore, taking Baltimore, which was an anomaly, it was a weird game, it was a bad spot for them. They were banged up. It was Christmas Day. They have throttled those teams because they're motivated.
0: They did um, lose to the Browns, too, though, 19 to 17.
2: Okay, right. Yeah, well, take the Browns. Yeah. And that was a weird game, too,
0: that, yeah. That, Anyways, that I was on. The- that everybody was out. Yeah. We that can't, everybody was out. Worry right, about yeah. that one, right? But that, that doesn't count. Brock, to Purdy, Brock Purdy went out in that game for yeah. like a quarter, if I remember. Correctly. Yeah, and right. CMC so. and Trent Williams, and
2: yeah.
3: um, I, I'll uh, be uh, honest, guys,
2: I, I've I've said it since the beginning of the season, and I'm going to stick to my guns. The San Francisco 49ers have been the best team in the NFL all season, and they are the best team in the NFL all, right now. So
1: they're not covering on Sun on uh, Saturday.
0: They very well might not cover, but they're winning that game. When the
1: when the Niners fan is is very confident that his team's going to cover, they don't cover.
0: I've been confident all year that my team's going to cover, and they haven't covered every game. True sure or no, false? They, they covered uh, what, like twelve of them,
1: but yeah, I'm telling you, bro, they're not going to cover every. They're not, they're not covering on Sunday, bro. Yeah what up? How you doing? <laughs> too many points, bro. Too many points. Um, Irv, what do you think about this Niner game? Um,
3: I was listening to y'all on my drive here. I kind of agree with AK, man. The Packers Super Bowl was last week.
1: But it, but all right, full transparency, dude. Irv has hated on the Packers every fucking week this year.
3: Oh no 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 no! Don't say I hate it on
1: the yeah, Packers. Yeah, you every week, dude. You're always against the only, Packers. Only
0: I when going picked, up against. Uh,
3: I actually picked Fields. him to win a couple games.
1: It's because of it's because of uh Trev. He's always he's always I, trying to egg Trev on. So.
3: And, um, no, shout out to Trev. Nebraska's ass though, but you know. Um, t- I think I'm coming around a little bit on Jordan Love. Do I think he win this game? Hell no. Do they? They could make it competitive, but the Niners not going to come out there and lay an egg like the Cowboys, man. No
1: way. Well, they better and they're big not. players.
3: And they big players actually show up in big games. So
1: do they? Cause, well, I guess I guess you could say now that they do Jimmy G, they Bosa,
3: do. Hargrave was solid last year with the Eagles. He should have an easier job this year. <clears throat> Chase Young now. Chase Young. We'll see. You know, this,
1: see this is why I like this is why I like the Packers because everyone's like, oh, the Niners are gonna fucking dominate. The Packers are coming nah, off a big win. I, I'm
3: not just gonna come out and say off the bat, like it's gonna be over before it starts. Green Bay's gonna put up a fight. Like you said, they're running the ball. Niners are susceptible to the run, but you know that playoff pressure is different. I, and they think that's the, over. And says, this is the young, And this is the youngest team in the NFL. So,
1: yeah. Sometimes being Y'all young, you don't team. know. You, I, you don't know what's bad for you.
3: It's probably, I'm. If it is a blowout, I'm not going to be shocked. If it's a close game, I'm not going to be shocked either. Because, like you said, every time we counted the Packers out, they put up a good game. So, but well, well and I think also to Herb's point, this is why this is lo-
2: like far and away the highest total. Yeah. of the weekend right it's going to be some points scored in this game i mean it does, like it just feels like it's one of those games and based off implied totals and what team totals are that it's one of those games where the 49ers you know win 38 to 24 right you know and, and if you like the packers i would almost say you probably should you know could look to take them in the first half get a good number first half or even live um you know maybe try to middle something who knows the 49ers are up at half <laughs> and there's a chance for me to middle i'm i'm like take a crack in middle and some of it just yeah. based off the high total, you're going to have some variance throughout the game, just simply based off the high total.
1: Yeah. yeah, I,
3: definitely, I expect the Packers to put up a good fight. Now they get blown out. I won't be shocked either. But like I said, I think that youth is actually going to play against them this time because <laughs>
1: you're going up against the Kyle Shanahan who's, yeah, I mean, playoff teams, yeah. I mean, average. We, we also see Kyle Shannon make bad decisions in the playoffs, too. Yeah, we've
3: seen that, but that was against the goat and the baby goat.
1: If you, and, I'm and not, it, and against a if
3: you putting Jordan Love on that level already, did. hey,
1: <laughs> hey he might be. Hey, I like Jordan,
3: and you, you
2: guys know I love Jordan Love, so it's all love here. I'll tell you guys this, too. Um, oh,
0: listen to that. Kyle, Kyle <laughs> Listen
2: Sh- to that one. <laughs> Kyle Shannon has has owned Matt Lafleur in the playoffs. He has, has
1: absolutely owned him. He has. He has. Uh, he definitely has. I won't disagree there. That's that. That's kind of why I haven't bet this game. To be honest, is because of that angle right there. I I don't yeah, know yeah, if I, I, think, I fully. Yeah, but I think... but on the on the flip side, this is definitely the best coaching job Matt Lafleur's ever done. Oh sure. Yep. I agree. So there's I that. like I said.
2: That-
0: Oh, go ahead, Ben. I wonder how much of that is that he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers in his year.
1: Oh, I'm
2: sure it plays a part into it, Yeah. right?
1: He's he's doing – he's, like, inputting his game plan now, whereas before it was, like, Aaron Rodgers kind of running the offense. So mm-hmm. you kind of see – An little... old
2: man once told me you can't play chess with someone looking
1: over your shoulder. It's true. Mm. It's true. <laughs> All right, let's move on uh, to the Sunday games. Uh, first game we got is uh, Tampa Bay at Detroit. Detroit hosting its second playoff game in 30-something years. 30 years exactly, I think. Uh, currently, Detroit's laying six and a half. The total's 48 and a half. Tampa Bay coming off a monster win against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, AK, we'll start with you. What do you, what do you think about this game here?
2: Well, you know, we <laughs> I get on this show and, and other shows and spaces, and I preach, man, you know, bankroll management, don't come out firing the whole board. And stay all these things, and I've just come out and just fired this weekend. So um <laughs> tired of leaving winners off. Um, so here we are. So um actually I, I know for a fact that the over was taking some 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 pretty good action. Um and it made sense, you know. Rest in peace if you had the over in these first two games, you know, you had um what 38 points at halftime of the Lions game, and the over doesn't get there. You you had – if you were to tell me that the Buccaneers were going to put up 32 points on the Eagles and the over doesn't hit, I would have bet a trillion dollars on the over if you were to tell me the Buccaneers were going to score 32 points. Um, Luckily, I was on the Bucs plus three, but hmm, I uh, actually – I played the over here, Jordan, uh, 48 and a half. Um, I, I think the Lions will be able to score. Hey, the Bucs team's played good. Their defense has been good. But what has the Lions done well all season? They put up points, Right. But on the flip side of that, the Lions defense has been susceptible to, you know, uh, some good offenses. And Baker Mayfield is playing out of his mind. And I know people say, oh, sample sizes, things like that. Guys, he's been doing it all year. Right. The whole sample size thing, you throw that out the window because he's done it all year. It's not like this just started happening four weeks ago. Right. Um, So I played on the over 48 and a half. Um, if I had to choose a side here, I, I would probably lean the Lions. Um, I think you probably missed the number at five and a half, though, because I'm seeing mostly six and a half now. But, yep, I played on the over 48 and a half.
1: Irv, what do you think?
3: Um, I'm with my boy AK. I love the over, but I honestly think Detroit comes out and makes a statement this game because um, coming off that type of win where it could have went either way, you know, that galvanizes the team. Plus – that gives them that even that more uh, even more confidence because, let's face it, nobody wanted to play the Rams. It was probably the hottest team coming in to the postseason. And you don't even count that win over the, the Niners because it was second backups, but they still came back and won that game. And they're building something nice, but can you trust Baker Mayfield in a big game? We'll see. You haven't been able to most of his career outside of that one playoff game where they just beat the shit out the Steelers where they scored a damn near 50. Uh, when he was a uh, Cleveland Brown. But golf at home, you don't have to worry about him at home. He's going to make plays at home. But that second half got to be way more consistent. They can't come out and score. Uh, how much did they score in the first half? 20 some. They scored 21 in the first half. And then come out of the second half and only score three, three points to win the game. They might be in trouble if that happens again. But the bugs got a good enough defense to stick with them. I just don't know if that defense can hold up for four quarters because. The Lions come at you with so many ways. And then they got Jamison Williams healthy now. They got Ra St. Brown. They got a top two, top three O-line. Jameer Gibbs. If that defense just has a pulse, man, this
1: team is hard to beat. What's the problem is their defense fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Bro, it's like not even funny, dude. Like, it, And everyone calls it the bend but don't break defense. But like. And I guess you know they held the Rams to a lot of field goals, but it's like, bro, like they almost they could have very well lost that game, were, even with the field goals. Yeah, even without giving up touchdowns, because they like just gave up so many big plays, dude. And obviously, you know, and and, and it's not like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't have talent, dude. They got Mike Evans, Godwin, fucking Trey Palmer looks like a fucking all star that's growing. Like I think the Bucks are. I, I think they keep it within the six and a half. I haven't I haven't bet it. I'll be fully transparent, but I'm leaning towards playing the Bucks in this game. I think six and a half is too much. I do. Yeah, but did
0: what uh, we talked about, you know, the last week's game for Green Bay was their Super Bowl. Was the Bucks beating the Eagles their Super Bowl?
1: No, nah, because they've won a Super Bowl. Their head coach has won a Super Bowl. Their head coach is one of the best defensive minds in the game. And we saw yeah. that against the Eagles too. Like he had the Eagles, I mean they couldn't even figure out that Bucks defense, dude. He yeah. they shut the run down, and yeah. the Eagles have as good of, if not a better, offensive line than the Lions do. And they, I mean, they completely up front just dismantled yeah. the Philadelphia Eagles uh, offensive line. And I think that's a big thing too. Is like the the Bucks were finally seeing them get healthy, right? Uh, what's that rookie's name out of uh, Pitt? Um, um, starts with a K. His last name. Oh my God! Someone help me out here, bro. I mean, he was oh phenomenal. God, I'm last throwing a freaking blank. Um, uh, it, it be the DN or linebacker? He's a defensive tackle. Uh,
0: Cancy
1: see. Cansey, see. Yeah, he's I a second can't... year guy. He's a second year guy. But yeah, yeah. No, he just got drafted. First yeah, he, was a, this year. No, he was not. He a rookie yet. Yeah. And he missed like the first like oh that's five right yeah yeah, yeah. sorry sorry yep yep
3: oh yeah 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 that dude is a physical freak yeah dude,
1: yeah he, he was, was going a, off he was a beast he, in that he, game
2: did you see what he was doing to J, uh, Kelsey yeah he, he was just pushing him back like twenty feet bro he was getting drilled off the line it was actually
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelsey's a hall, hall of famer though oh absolutely but he's fucking old hey
2: I'll tell you one he's more thing He's younger than us
0: but he's
1: old <laughs> if
2: you are, here's the other thing too why I played on the over um. But I don't hate the Bucks play either. I mean, I, I'm so torn on the side that it, when I don't have conviction like that, I like, and I can make cases for both, like I instantly just don't play it. So I'm kind of playing on that instinct with the over because I can kind of make a case for both of them. Yep. Um, but you know what the Bucks have gotten together in the last four or five weeks of the season that they struggled with for a lot of the season? Running the ball. Running the football. That's exactly right. Rashad White looks like a different guy. He looks like the guy that they drafted and wanted to replace uh, Fournette. So – um Agreed. Uh, He's finally playing the part. They ran the – yes, Baker looked good. The Palmer looked good. Tompkins looked good, whatever his name is, running punts back. And they got weapons. But, dude, Rashad White ran the freaking ball down the Eagles' throat. And um, the Lions have been susceptible to giving up some big plays in the run game this year. So, um, you know, I think it's going to be points. And and (laughs) luckily, I don't think any of us had the over – in either of those first two games. Actually, I think you become a couple of you guys had the under. Nice play on your part. Yep. But let's face it, we're getting a couple of value of points here because both those games went under. I think the value's on the over here. So, play it on the over.
1: Nice. Nice. All right, let's move on to our next and final game. We got the – this is probably going to be the best game of the weekend. Uh, Chiefs at Buffalo. Patrick Mahomes making his first career road start. In the postseason,
3: damn. In
0: and the there, snow, you, you talked about uh what the Lions being the hottest team the last five weeks coming into the the playoffs. Oh no, the Rams! Oh, sorry, the Rams. The Rams. Yeah, they were the hottest team in NFC for sure. I think it, yeah, NFC. Yes, I think the Buffalo Bills were the hottest team coming into the
3: playoffs. Six straight wins. Oh yeah, they've been yeah they've been in playoff mode because they had to be in playoff. They had to. The, yep, the last month and a half of the season, but. Can
1: Josh Allen finally get over the hump? Show up against yeah.
3: Mahomes in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, this is a this is another game that's pretty evenly bet. I mean, the line hasn't even moved. It's just been sitting at two and a half. Um what do you, what do you guys think about this game? Does Josh Allen get over the hump? Does if he, he finally get over the over, I'ma keep it
3: real. This game might get ugly if he don't turn the ball over. Because the Chiefs' defense looks good, but we've seen yeah. what happened when they played better teams. They give up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. And do- that offense ain't been able to match teams yeah. when they're scoring a lot of points because you either get a drop or you get a penalty or you get a false start on a second and five that – or a second and three that turns into a
1: but but then you, you know the refs are gonna call a a pass interference or roughing the passer if it's third and long you you know the Chiefs are getting that call dude oh, yeah they got
3: Mahomes Mahomes gets the it's true I can't yeah.
1: even, Mahomes gets the
3: Brady and the uh, the Manning calls down he's that guy but I don't know man I can see this one being a close game but if it does get ugly then I gotta lean heavy towards the Bills because. It's just some, the Bills are just hop right now. After, yeah. after I saw what they did to the Cowboys, I'm like, damn, that looked like a team that could win it all. And I wonder how much fire is going to be,
0: you know, under the Bills' ass after, you know, Mahomes, after the, the game that they played, what, three weeks ago? I don't know, I guess it was a couple weeks ago. Um, but after he, you know, said that the only reason why they lost that game was the bullshit call. And now it might oh, be the yeah, Bills' yeah, time to yeah. come out there and Dude, just that come out oh, That
3: was a game damn.
0: Yeah, and and come out and just lay the fucking... And, and Buddy was like 10 on.
3: yards off sides, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. So, you know, I, I think that may light a fire under Buffalo that, you know, was is already lit. I mean, I think that was the last... That was the first win of their six.
1: Yeah, that was the first time he beat yeah. Mom's...
0: Yeah, the first yep. well in the first win of their six game streak after losing an overtime mm-hmm. game to to Philly. So that may have been something that lit a, a fire under their ass and this is another chance to really just shove it down their throat and you know, turn on the jets there. It's- so full transparency, that I have not bet this game.
2: The one game and- he hasn't bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have not bet this game. And 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 it's actually surprising to me because it was the one game I thought I would love the most and and, and I thought I would love the Bills. Um but let me tell you a couple of things of what threw me off. And I'm so glad that it was either Irv or Jordan. I apologize. I can't remember who bought it up. I think it was Ben uh, or I can't remember who bought it up. But anyways, the fact that betting the Bills is going against a Patrick Mahomes revenge game, right? i I'll, I'll tell you this. If the Bills had not played the Bucks, or the Bills had lost, I mean, to the Chiefs or the Bills had lost the Chiefs in regular season, I'd love the Bills even more. The fact that the Bills lost to the Chiefs on that freaking call for what it was, was it bullshit call? Was it not? I don't know. But it was a, a controversial ending, right? Is You're telling me that I've got to go against Patrick Mahomes when Josh Allen still hasn't done it yet? I love Josh Allen, but I have been critical of him for years because he lives and dies by the hero ball and it drives me nuts. He reminds me,
1: I, I don't know. It's its just, you just don't know what you're going to get. Oh. The, the one thing I will say though, that Ben also brought He's up in the playoffs. I Where's just can't trust
2: him in the playoffs. I, I can't trust a, a pissed off Patrick Mahomes team. I went against Patrick Mahomes last week and I regretted it from the moment it kicked off. I said, well, I'm on the wrong side here. So it's probably going to be ultimately a no play for me, man. But man, if it's, it's hard, if the it's Dolphins the homes
0: versus everybody, though,
1: if the Dolphins like, had a legitimate quarterback, dude, that game would have been a lot closer. Like, yeah, that was nasty. However, I do think the ben, Dolphins' defense actually played
2: pretty well in that game,
1: they did. And I, I think Ben brought up a great point about the last matchup in the Bills and Chiefs game because you could say it's a motivational factor for the Chiefs. But I also think it's a motivational factor for the Bills because you got the Chiefs over there saying, oh, well, we would have won this game if it wasn't for this call. So if you're the Bills, you're like, dude, let's show them that fucking we're going to beat them regardless of a fucking call. Mm -hmm. Right. So I I don't, I get your point, AK, and I I do agree with you. Like if the Chiefs had won that game, I do think that I would have like absolutely slammed the Bills here. However, I do, I do still think that the Bills have some kind of motivational factor in the sense that like they want to show the Chiefs more than they want to show the rest of the world that, Hey, we we could beat them regardless of a fucking call. That was a legitimate call. Like that let's was be a honest, call, yeah. you it know? was. And and there's a he, reason why. Even though I was on the even though I was on the Chiefs in that game, so. <laughs> there's a reason why Buddy hasn't played since that fucking game too. <laughs> Kadarius, right, yeah. Me. So I'm I what mean, a loser. I, I and on the flip side, dude, we've never seen Mahomes on the road in the playoffs. Like we haven't seen it. I'm not saying he can't win in the, on the road. I'm just saying we have not seen it. So well, and and devil's advocate to
2: playing both sides of it. I mean, I think we can all can agree Kansas City hasn't been the Kansas City that you know we've seen a you know or come to expect. I guess I should say, yeah. Um, so well, and- like I said, I I thought I would love the Bills in this game, and just like as soon as we kind of started seeing how the you know the the, the chips were going to fall, if you will, I was like, man, I'm going to slam the Bills. I'm going to love the Bills. Anything under three, I'm going to love it. And just the more and more i thought about it, I'm like, man. It's just – let me tell you guys something, and, and then it's pretty much all the opinion I got. You know what made Tom Brady great? Um, That he won his teammate? Because every time somebody doubted him, whether it was the media, whether it was the four guys in taproom sports, whether it was his wife or anybody in between, he always won. And that's just one thing that I just – it just, it Patrick Mahomes reminded me of it last week. Yes, I know the Dolphins played well and the Chiefs didn't even look great. Let's call it for what it is. Dolphins lost that game more than Chiefs won it. I know that, but it just reminded me. I was like, I texted a couple of my buddies. Actually, I may have texted you again. Um, I was, I texted my buddy Brian. I was like, man, it just feels like it's just like betting against Brady in the playoffs because I used to do it all the time i'd be like all right brady man you know he's getting older he doesn't have the team he has and he just finds a way to win and cover just so like i said probably no play for me but i definitely lean the bills
0: way i just don't know if i can get in front of patrick Mahomes. agreed well i gotta bring it up taylor swift was at the last game so she's probably not going to be at this game which means kelsey's going to have a shit game (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I think Kelsey might have a better game with her not being there because
2: it, it, it hasn't, hasn't, happened, all hasn't <laughs> happened all
0: season. Hasn't happened all season.
1: It's true. It hasn't happened yet, so we don't know. We don't know. Um, what's the weather gonna be like out there?
2: uh so just like it was. It's gonna be cold and snowy. But, but here is the thing: Kansas City's used to that too. I mean, yeah, twenty it, degrees, yeah, it's not the you know. not
1: yep. snowing. Bill's mafia is crazy though, bro. Oh, it is.
2: Hey, listen. I I told I told somebody the other day, um, I may have said on space the other day, like without the assholeness of it. The Buffalo Bills fans are crazier than Philly fans. Like, yeah. I've been to Philly. I was there last year when the, they were 11-0, and 0 and my Washington commanders went up there, and we shoved it down their throat and beat them. I was one of three Washington fans there, <laughs> you know. Um, and so those guys are wild. But I, I would say Buffalo fans are just as rowdy. So it's going to be loud there. But I will say Kansas City fans do travel
0: well. They do. They absolutely do. Do they oh. travel well, or are there just so many Kansas City fans that they're in every well Well,
2: yes, the Kansas City Chiefs have kind of become like the Dallas Cowboys. Like, for so many years as a Washington fan, right here in Washington's back, though, I'd go to Commander's Cowboys game, been to so many in my life. Unfortunately, most of them haven't usually gone in my favor, and it's like more <laughs> Cowboys fans there than Washington fans. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, to Ben's point, it's just it's just what it's become now. But th- but there will be a lot of Kansas City fans there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, It's going to be like will. the fucking
0: Dodgers. Hey, you can't speak on the Dodgers. Everyone's going to be a fucking Dodgers fan.
3: <sighs> no, nah,
0: not everyone. Let's join yeah, the bandwagon. Everybody's
3: mm-hmm. going to be everybody's going to be against us and honestly, the Dodgers got the most fans in baseball period, so even before we got Shohei. Nah. I can't wait to bet the Padres on February 22nd, first day
2: standalone game of spring training against the Dodgers.
1: He's already fucking circled it All right, let's get some best bets AK, start us off Uh,
2: I played on Texans plus nine and a half I think CJ Stroud hangs around Um, I I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm expecting an upset or anything like that I just think with the total getting bet down and down and down I think there's a path for the Texans getting 20 points here. And I think if the Texans get 20 points, they cover the number. Um, <clears throat> I played lines over 48 and a half. Both defenses have been um, suspect, especially the lions, but on the flip side of Lions offense has been clicking and the bucks defense. I mean, excuse me, bucks offense have figured it out. Baker's throwing the ball over the yard, but most importantly, they figured out how to run the ball. So uh, they're not just one dimensional played over lines, 48 and a half. And uh, my best bet,
1: one of my biggest bets of football
3: season, 49ers minus nine and a half. Love it. All right. Uh Irv. Um, I like two overs for my best bet. I like that over in the Detroit and the uh Bugs game as well. And I love the over for the uh Niners and the uh, Packers. I think the Niners probably if it if it does get ugly in the cover, I can see it being like a forty-two to twenty-four type game. And if the Packers win, they got to outscore the Niners. So, that definitely bodes well for the over. So, I like the over in both those games. And oh. the two big underdogs, well, the Packers is a big underdog. Out of the two big underdogs, if I had to choose one, i definitely see the Texans. I think the Texans got a better chance at covering than the Packers. All right, Ben. But not, but not best bet material, though. Uh,
0: So I'm going to go with two today. Uh, I'm going to go revenge game uh, and I'm going to make it Buffalo minus three um, hottest team in in football right now. Um, So we're going to we're going to back that and uh, we're going to jump off of uh, something you threw into our group last uh, over the week. Uh, And we're going to go Houston over 17 as a team total. Uh, it's 16 and a half 17 it's it's fluctuating um because you know same thing that you said they're probably going to at least put up 20 points they're probably going to cover that nine and a half um and 17 and a half points two touchdowns and a field goal sorry 16 and a half points two touchdowns and a field goal um What's the over in the bills and the usually easily piece get piece. that uh 45 and a half yeah, we got bet down. It's opened like
2: 46 and a half, 47, which we all know in NFL forty-six is a very key number. So um, it definitely crossed the threshold of a key number there. So um yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh button. But, right. Yeah. But I, I, I don't disagree with that over either. You know, old man always told me in these playoff games, the highest total is the highest total for a reason. So
1: Yep. Um all right, my best bet. Only bet I've played so far: Ravens minus nine and a half against the Texans. Mister Lamar gets it done. You didn't bet. You didn't bet your boy love. I haven't yet. I'm leaning the Packers, but uh, and I'll probably get. I'll probably get there on it. I'll probably get there on Man, it.
3: Ben Love betting against each other, so. But I just, uh,
1: <laughs> I just, uh, I haven't bet it yet because, you know, the Niners. I do agree the Niners are the best team in the NFC. And you know, does kind of scare me that Lafleur's history against uh, Shanahan. So I haven't got Jordan. Through... We're hanging. Uh, we're hanging
2: minus ten thousand. That either Aaron or Jordan is going to have a really good day Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I say that, and then
0: watch us both go one and one <laughs> <laughs> and lose some juice. <laughs> hey, right, Jordan. We may, we may have to do a uh, Jordan Love versus. Uh, I, I don't even know. I got a CMC jersey come coming, but uh, we might have to do a. A jersey bet on this game, if you come around hmm. for the for
1: the line L- or, L- 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 yeah. for the line for the line. Okay, I, I, I was <laughs> going to say line. I'm not going to take the money line. No. Um, no. All for right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you missed any of the show, make sure to download it on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast fix. We'll be back Sunday evening. We'll be breaking down all the playoff action and looking ahead to the following week, the championship weekend. Uh, thank you everybody for rocking with us. Make sure to download the Sharps app, S-H-A-R-P-Z, with promo code jordan 517 Track your bets. Become a better better. Download the Sharps app or Mr. AK. Follow him on Twitter or X or whatever they call it now. At AK Sports90. Follow Urban at Swervin Urban Tsp. Follow myself at Jordan Rules Tsp. You can follow the podcast at Taproom underscore sports. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Have a blessed weekend. Let's, let's cash these bets unless you're going against me, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all later. Peace. See you, folks. Okay.